This is the We Are Outdoorsmen podcast, built by outdoorsmen for outdoorsmen, presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Luer. Top line just got this. Yes, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that was my fault. There we go. So who she does it again? I'm gonna f***ing sterilize it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the We Are Outdoorsman podcast presented by Herod Outdoors and Max Lure. I'm your producer, Britton Ransford, and with me today is Richie Herod of Herod Outdoors and Bob Loomis from Max Lure. Sterilizer. Yeah. Uh, Operation Shit. Catch Bobby a Fish is going into full effect next week. <laughs> we, uh, with our, the, the help of our generous donors and uh, the GoFundMe we set up for uh, Bobby's <laughs> Make-A-Wish trip up to Alaska. And uh, I'm bleeding everywhere. Um, oh. <laughs> mosquito bite has opened up. Uh, I'll, I'll keep this going while Richie finds me a uh, soldering iron. But uh... <laughs> Is that from Anderson? That, that's still from Anderson. They itch still. <laughs> We're three weeks out. I told out. you to quit scratching, Thank man. Thank you. Yeah, you and, gotta quit scratching. So yeah, I'm He's a, bleeding just, all over my office. Yeah, I got blood everywhere. This is a. It's a. It's a we take a lot of hazardous right materials. Here. He, he, since, he, since he would co- he would come in at night, <laughs> and you know, I mean, you're you're sitting there trying to fall asleep, <laughs> and he come in and go, look at all of these mosquito bites I got, oh, and dude, I'm going, Richie, I never got one. I didn't have any. I never had one. Not not a mosquito bite, not one. I don't have. And, he, I don't and he's have got them. like twenty five of them on one leg. These were like pterodactyls. <laughs> I think he's a little thin skinned. Yeah, something. I'm telling you what, no, man. Apparently, it's uh, my A positive blood type. Oh. But anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the Make a Wish uh, has been fully funded, and Bobby gets to go up to Sitka <laughs> to, um, you know, hopefully not get skunked. I mean, Bobby's, you know, Bobby's itching. He's had a rough go of it recently oh the spring spring's been tough holy cow <laughs> every time we go hey oh my god we, 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 we need we need all over the yeah. northwest oh we, we need we need to catch like six or seven fish we got to get some content oh no problem no problem we go out there and fuck, catch two fish hey come on really yeah i mean or, or no fish oh yeah no no I, I, it's never been f- no fish it, it's been like two you, three you had a no fish trip well, no, I haven't had a no fish trip. Uh huh. When? Odell. Odell. The whole boat. Oh, oh, fish. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Remember, I, I had three fish on on the jig. You did not. But land I lost a fish. You didn't land a fish. Didn't land a fish. You felt something. Yeah. But. No, I, I, I actually had fish bite. I had fish on. So. But, but never did land does a fish. Does not count. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah overall it's just it's been a tough spring oh it's been, been really weird every time we do something it's, it, it's just our been, timing's wrong everybody yeah. else is catching fish oh. We're like, oh let's go do it and then oh know, yeah we caught two. Oh yeah exactly he, he well probably... when the when the guides down there don't yeah. catch any fish i know or, or they catch one better, yeah yeah, yeah. so well he, he could probably stay here and catch more fish than he will up in the last year because that's the way his role's going but mr volume's going up to uh <laughs> up to Sitka and uh, what are you doing? What are you fishing for? Tell us all about it. Let me think about it. I'm going to fish for anything that bites. Yeah. No, uh, predominantly it's, it's going to be uh, Chinooks, uh, halibut, and lingcod. 
th- those would be you know target fish in the salt in the salt and the uh silvers are just starting to come in up there uh-huh. so we'll we'll be able to get some silvers also and that's your old stomping grounds so you excited to get oh back. yeah yeah I, i've you know, I, I used to take a lot of customers up there over the years, and and I fished it for a long time. And and the the uh, lodge that we're going to, one of the boys, one of our boys, uh, Dustin, is the head guide up there. So he, uh, we're gonna go up and go fish with Dustin on his week off. They have the the week off of the Fourth uh, of July, so we're gonna gonna go up and fish with him mm-hmm. for three days so we're we're pretty excited you know it's, it's just one of those things that uh like i said over the years i i've caught a tremendous amount of fish up there it's uh it's one of those places that where sitka is located it sees everybody's fish as far as the salmon salmonoids and all of the fish you know they travel in a big circle up there uh-huh, all yep. the way up to the Kodiak Islands and back down, all the way down to California. Right. And so on the outside out there, it, it sees everybody's fish. So there's there's a tremendous amount of, of salmon that go through. You have your local uh, halibut and lingcod right. that are there. Um, uh, on an anchor set, one anchor set, and I've done this numerous, numerous times, on one anchor set, you will limit out a boat on halibut, lingcod, silvers, and chinooks. Uh, that's fun. Oh, it's just, <clears throat> it, it, it's phenomenal, phenomenal fishing. I've fished in Alaska three times and never have hit it like that. Oh, it, it's... The one year I went up there, they shut the salmon season down. Well, you, mu- you must have been <laughs> yeah. you must have been fishing up up out of the, the Kenai area or out I was, of the Cook yeah. Inlet, you know. I was, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. never fished actually down where you're going before... Yeah. South, we did get, southeast. We did get halibut. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Went set up on anchor and caught our limit of halibut pretty easily. Sure. Uh, cod. Yeah. Cod and halibut. And that was a blast. But both times I, well, let's see. Yeah. Two two times I've tried to target salmon and <laughs> didn't have any luck. <laughs> well, it, it's just, it's one of those things, like I said, on, on the... Uh, uh, when you're fishing the outside out there, you you see everybody's fish yeah. that, that goes by. So it it it's a tremendous tremendous fishery. You know, Seward is known for the silver fisheries. Uh, up north is known for the halibut fisheries, things like that. Out of Sitka, you see everything. Yeah. So cool. it it's uh, it, it's phenomenal. So when uh, you when you put on anchor and you're fishing, I I get it with the halibut. But mm-hmm. how do you do like the the salmonoids? Are you well? You're you're fishing with with uh, seven eight foot leaders, uh, herring. Um, you're fishing to the fish. Mm-hmm. You know they they have like three sets of electronics on board, and you're you're watching bottom, you're watching fish, and you're watching sonar. So you just move your gear up and down. Yeah, absolutely. You're just are. you're just fishing and, to the fish yeah. themselves. So and, there's tidal flow, and then you're yeah. just. The boat yeah. swings with it, and then you can just, like you were in a river almost on anchor. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, at certain times you anchor up, and then at times, you know, you're out there and you're motor mooching. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. you go out and stop in the spot and start drifting uh, and fish to the fish. Yeah. So it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal fishery. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's something that you can do virtually anywhere, 
but a lot of people, you know, a lot of lodges like to to troll because it's easier. Sure, it's easier to uh, hit. You go through a batch of fish and then you continue trolling. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that when you're motor mooching, you fish to the fish. Sure. So you go over the top of them, you catch a fish or two, you turn around and go back up over the top of them. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, it, it's my style of fishing. Absolutely. You know, you're going for volume. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It, it, uh, it's one of those things that, that when you, like on an anchor set where you would, you would catch a bunch of fish during those tidal changes, when you get stuff moving, you know, you get fish going through an area. Mm-hmm. So when you're anchored up, you've got all of those fish going through at that given time and whatever's there is what you're going to catch. And like I said, at times it's been really good fishing to where you will catch a limit of everything on one anchor set. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Very, very enjoyable. I mean, I've caught, uh, I've caught some huge, huge fish up there, you know, some, uh, 45 to 50 pound kings, um, wow. 20 pound plus silvers. Uh, wow. right. I caught a 92 and a quarter inch halibut one time, which, you know, is 400 and some pounds. Uh, wow. Caught a lot of two and 300 pound halibut, you know, you name it. But right now, are there limits on the size? Yeah, that, 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 that's, they've got limits on size, restrictions on numbers of fish that you can catch. You know, it, it used to be when, when, I used to fish up there. You could catch two kings per day. You could catch six silvers per day, two halibut per day, no size restriction, and two lingcod per day, no size restriction. But there are restrictions on virtually everything uh, across the board other than silvers. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, uh, you know what? I'm just going to go up and enjoy myself. I, I'm taking Kimberly and... and uh, my brother and sister-in-law who have never been to Alaska before. And as long as they catch fish, that's all I care. Yeah. So when I went up there and we fished in the, one time we fished in the Prince William sound, actually we were on a bear hunt is what we were doing. Yeah. We were there for three days and, uh, we ended up getting one bear and then the bear hunting up there is kind of one of those things where you need sunny days. Oh yeah. So a lot of times it was cloudy and this was in May. So we weren't really seeing the bears like we wanted. So sure. When it would happen like that, we would just go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Uh, one of the things I had a lot of fun with, and I was kind of curious if you'll be doing this too down there, is uh, in the sound, we would just look for little rock outcroppings, little tiny islands just barely peeking out. Oh, and, man. And, and we'd go set up over the kelpie beds and catch those uh, black sea bass. Sure. And those are big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get Jurassic they get ones big. up there. And you talk about fun. I mean, what one of the things we're trying to do was uh, trying to catch um, cod, mm-hmm. not ling cod, but because it wasn't open, but we were trying to catch Pacific cod. Sure. And you could Black cod, gray yeah, cod. Yes. You, sure. could, you couldn't even get your your jig down because these black sea black bass. Black sea bass would eat it going they down. They eat it going down. And sure. It was just every, every drop. Yeah. I mean, it was so much fun. And, and we're talking, you know, three, four pound fish and they're a bass. So yeah. they rip you. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. that was a lot of fun. And and we just circled these little islands and 
Yeah. They're just barely sticking out of the water, you know. Talk about fun. Are you get oh. you do that there too or you know, is all, there opportunities all, all, for that or all of that stuff. You know, like I said, I, I I fished a lot over the years and um I got to a point where I even took bass rods up. Uh right. you know, right. short stuff, you know, seven foot uh medium heavy bass rods and throwing small swim baits and things like that. Oh man. Just to catch the 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 black sea bass. Yeah. And and the thing is 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 you would catch enough fish you didn't want to kill the sea bass because right. you know cuz cuz you had yeah, too much fish stuff. to take home. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean we just go up and go in along kelp beds and and throw swim baits. Oh man. You know or throw a crippled herring or you know now and guess what? I got a whole bunch of sonic bait fish that I'm yeah, taking man, up with me. Yeah, man, that'll work good. Oh, and uh, I, I've done things over the years. Uh, anything that's floating out in the salt water, mm-hmm. you know, you get a, a piece of plywood, you get a tire, you get uh, something that's floating out right. in, in the salt water. This this is one of the the funnest things that I think I've I've ever found up there. Is there's small fish or small bait fish underneath that thing for yeah. protection. Yeah. Underneath the small fish is bigger fish. Yep. And we would take, uh, at that time, we were throwing crippled herring. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you throw crippled herring on those, and there's always uh, silvers or even chinooks yeah. underneath that stuff because you had all these small bait fish sure, underneath sure. that floating <laughs> Whatever it was, yeah. you know, a, a piece of kelp broke off and it's floating out there. You throw on that thing; it, it's like fishing in warm salt water. That's what you look for: is is something floating, and you know, you're, you're always looking for fish. But I mean, one one day, one day we went out. I took Pete Roscoe and and a buddy of mine from uh, from uh, AFCO, Ben Seacrest, and. We'd caught a number of silvers already. I think we had almost had a limit. And I said, Let, let's go look, let's go look for, you know, something floating, you know, finding, and, and I want to cast on it. So we started playing around and we started casting on, uh, I found a sheet of plywood that, that was out there and we backed off, you know, we were back off a hundred feet or so and you'd cast around that thing. Oh my God. It was unbelievable. We, we caught 30 or 40 fish. And at that time, there was a bunch of silvers. Yeah, right. And we caught we caught thirty or forty silvers just casting on these these uh, floating pieces of whatever, whether it was kelp, <laughs> whether it was a tire, whether it was a plywood or whatever, didn't matter. It, yeah, that's, and it, that's it was awesome. just it was phenomenal, phenomenal fishing. I, I love the salt water. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I haven't fished in recent years there very much. I went to school over in Western Washington up by Bellingham. And that was the funnest thing. Before Me and, he went to UW. Before I went to UW. Let's just, <laughs> I didn't get to fish much when I was at UW, but Bellingham was yeah, awesome. A bunch of squares. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, go. Oh, boy. Here we go. You're going to hear about it now. Uh, go Cougs. Yeah. Well, anyway, Bellingham was <laughs> awesome because I had a, I had a buddy who uh, had a boat, and we would skip class all the time so we could go fishing. Sure. And get out in that salt water. And uh, the thing is fun about salt is learning to read the water like you read a river. Mm-hmm. Because there's riptides and there's, you know, all these current yep. seams. And like you're talking about the kelp beds and floating stuff. And 
if you'd learned to read that water and look what the seagulls and you know everything was doing, that you could you could really get on fish. Oh, absolutely! And it was just a blast. Absolutely, follow birds. Follow birds. I like that. See, I've, the next Make a Wish thing that we fund is going to be getting me on saltwater. I've never done it before, so this is very insightful. Yeah, no, he he oh, needs to get out in the saltwater. We'll do that one time. Yeah, it's really the thing about salt. If you get in the right place, like where you're going. Is just the variety of things you catch and the amount of fish. That, that, it's that, just nonstop action. That that's that's the number one thing that I love yeah. about the salt is, and of course, <laughs> early on when I first started fishing out in the salt, we you know, we used to take a lot of customers inland and mm-hmm. and fish rivers. You know, the I told you I fished the Alagnac River, which is uh, the next drainage system up from the from the Nushkak. It has the same same amount of fish on there as what the the Nushkak has. I mean, it, it was phenomenal fishing. It, it was outrageous, and you know you catch thirty forty fish a day per person. You know yeah. Chinooks, and then on top of that, you'd catch another fifty sixty uh, sockeye, silvers. You know whatever. I mean, it, it was really good fishing. But out in the saltwater, everything you would fish to the fish. You wouldn't get bit, so if you dropped it down to the bottom, you could always catch something. Yeah, I know. That's and, and and the captain would look over at you and go, "What do you got on?" I go, "I don't know." He goes, "You dropped down to the bottom, didn't you?" <laughs> yeah, I did. I couldn't handle it. I didn't get I bit. I didn't on. get bit, so I dropped down to the bottom. Yeah, you know? and then oh yeah, you know, you catch a, a sixty pound, hundred pound halibut, or you know something. That, that was down there, and you never knew what you were you were yeah, fishing for. That's so fished in the yeah. San Juan Islands quite a bit, you know, for blackmouth, yeah. for young Chinook, and for silvers, the coho. And um, one of the things we used to like to do is go out and find because there's you know there's the islands, and then there's the little islands like I was talking about. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you get tidal changes, and you'd have major current ripping through these little tiny passes oh yeah absolutely if you time that right that's where all those fish were concentrated. Oh, absolutely back on the edges of oh, those eddies man. and you just get around right those current seams of sure tides moving through yep and like you said you know you're targeting maybe silvers but there's everything there oh. there's so much stuff a bite it's just it's ridiculous almost it's like oh my gosh it's a feeding frenzy well i'll, I'll tell you i i fished i fished the salt a lot and I fished it, you know, back inside where you were at. Yeah. I yeah, fished yeah. it up out of Seward. I fished out of Homer. I fished, you know, a number of places. One of the things that was really funny is is one year we fished out of where you were at, out of Ketchikan. Uh, we, we, we went out of Homer. Right. Well, the, into, the, uh, the stuff back in. Ca- in Cama- uh, what is it? What's the bay called? Kachamak Bay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, the. Back inside uh, around Ketchikan, where you we were over on right, right. Uh, the island over there, we fished on a spot one time. We're 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 cruising along, and I told this guy that was running the boat, I said, whoa, 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 "Hold it, we we need to pull over here. This this looks really good, and the tide's ripping out." I said, "We've got to fish this spot." So we put down some rods and. and you know, rods didn't even get down to where they were supposed to, and you hooked up. Pretty soon, we've got every every rod has got a fish on it, and we're trying to get everything up. And we finally, you know, 
by the time you get done, you've got everything from a black sea bass to a silver to a halibut, a 60, 70 pound halibut, you know, you just, you never knew you what never you know. were going to get. Yeah. yeah. But you know, you, you get around those edges or read that water properly. That's fun. Oh, it is. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're a fisherman and you really like to fish, that's yeah. part of the fun yeah. is reading water and, and then figuring it out. Crack the code. Absolutely. Know, know where to be. And salt water is just a blast that way because there's so many yeah. Yeah. places that you can find that you go like, there's got to be fish right here and just yep. learning about fish. We went out of Whittier. That's yeah. when we bear hunted. I was telling you that trip. Yeah. And boy, Did you go through the tunnel? Yes, we went through the tunnel, <laughs> Beautiful. launched out of Whittier, <laughs> and then uh, we went as far down as Montague, which you, is right on the edge of the big salt. In fact, you, dude, round, that, that, that's, you, that's, round, you round the corner Mont- Mont- on that Montague island. is one of my favorite places to fish. <laughs> and so remember that? I was telling you about that little island oh, that yeah. was on the inside of Montague. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my God. And then we were like, well, let's go around on the other side. And we started to go around. We're in a 26-foot Hughes craft. Yeah with uh you know it's it's all tight it's a sea runner so it's meant for that but we started around the corner and my buddy's like uh-uh we're not going out there because it was big <laughs> yeah, seas oh, yeah. Were big and so, but we came back inside and we just fished inside but yeah i think we put on like 400 miles yeah in those three days boating around the islands but there's just so many places to fish i mean oh yeah you couldn't even i mean the first thing we did when we went out of whittier is we went to the first little fjord and he, my buddy, and another friend of his that he ran into out there were in their boat. <clears throat> and we stopped and we pulled four uh, shrimp pots yeah. that were down like 300 feet. And we filled a five-gallon bucket full of prawns. Nice. Big spotted prawns. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's what we ate on the boat. Yeah. And then, so that was how it started. And then Did we, you eat them raw? Well, we ate them. We ate that whole bucket. We ate them raw. We cooked them. We did everything. Yeah, it's so good. You know, eat, eating those those fresh shrimp like that. You know, raw. People don't. You know, they think, oh my god, you. And uh, you know me. I God created fire for a reason. <laughs> but I will tell you that good. Eating, eating those raw. Yeah, they're very good. Oh, they're so sweet. Sweet. I mean, oh. Yeah, they're, they're really good. My, oh, they're fantastic. My, my friend of mine, Scott, that I was with, he also had some razor clams that he had got. Oh, my so God. The, so the first, the Those first stop, <laughs> the first stop after that, which was, you know, around, it doesn't get dark in the no, end of May. No, there's not no, during the summer. No, there's just, there was no, no darkness. So we just, we went on anchor and like, okay, we'll make some supper now. It's eight o'clock, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and all we ate were shrimp and razor clams Oof, man talk about good oh my god sitting on the back of that boat i was in heaven and you could just fish right off the back while you're there yeah oh you're gonna have a blast oh I, i'm telling you what but i'm jealous I, i've 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 gone out of resurrection bay or out of seward uh-huh. and and gone out to montague numerous times montague. and you what one of Beautiful. one of the my f- favorite stories that that i've ever told we were out there at Montague one time, and for 300 yards, you could look around. You know, Resurrections Bay is known for its silver fishery. Uh-huh. Seward is known for the silver fishery. Correct. And we went out there to Montague, and for 300 yards, 
360 degrees around the boat, there were fish boiling on the surface. And if you looked in the water, it was, it was absolutely dead flat calm. Sun shining down, you know, it, it's early in the morning, but I mean, it, it, you look under the boat and it looked like a damn aquarium. It looked, it looked like, you know, your fish tank in, and there's silvers everywhere. Wow. You could throw a bear hook out, honest. <laughs> you could throw a bear hook out with lead on it, drop it down 10 feet and you were bit. It, it, it was, it was unbelievable fishing. Wow. I mean, I've never seen anything like, I've never seen a wad of fish that big. You know, like I said, 360 degrees, 300 plus yards all the way around you. And <laughs> you were in there's the fish boiling. <laughs> yeah, we're right, we're right in the middle of this yeah. big giant boil, fish yeah. boil. And it, it was just unbelievable fishing. Yeah. So due to contractual obligations, how are you going to be fishing these fish? One of the lures you talk about a lot is the sledgehammer. And it's a lure. That's contractual kind of a... obligations. <laughs> <laughs> well, some, some of the stuff that, I, that I'm going to be playing with is I'm going to play with sledgehammers. He, I'm, I'm going to fish for, yeah. for Chinooks. Yeah. I'm going to fish for, you know, the, the thing that I'm really excited about is, taking the sonic bait fish i know we only have one ounce lures up up to one ounces yeah. but throwing those on kelp patties throwing them on on whatever for silvers or chinooks that are underneath that stuff i i'm really excited about doing that mm -hmm. you know like i said my number one priority is getting kimberly and cindy and jack on fish yeah. and making sure they catch fish but I, I'm I'm excited to find floating stuff or, you know, casting on on those things. Uh, fishing the sonic bait fish or is one thing. Fishing the sledgehammer for chinooks when we're motor mooching. Fishing uh, the cha cha uh, salmon. Cha cha salmon series is going to be another. And I'm also going to take up some uh, some uh, crip lures. Cripplers, yeah. because of the fact of the, the movement that they get on them, is really, really good. It it will trigger silvers. I mean... Does the half-ounce humdinger apply to anything up there? The half-ounce humdinger will work very well because of the fact of the weight and the movement that you get out of it. Yeah. So I, I'm taking a bunch of those up with me. So, yeah, it, it it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for me just to go up and do some playing around. Yeah, and he's Those... going to be filming everything, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. He's I'll, going to be taking time to do some, you know, running the Instagram. Whatever. I'll probably get right on that. Yeah. And... <laughs> His phone melted over the weekend, so actually yeah. I don't know how much we can. His, <laughs> His iPhone... Point yeah. five. Yeah, life proof. If you're listening, you know your phone melted on his phone, so your, your it phone it did. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> no, it came back to life. It did come back to life. Oh, so yeah, so but you had to tear it apart. Proof. Yeah, I had I had to fix it, but it, it came back to life, so we're okay. Oh, I I will get pictures. I will send you stuff, so that we can uh, we can get a few pics on there. Yeah, Bobby has uh, enough trouble with the phone as it is, and then a melting case on top of it. Just yeah, compounds <laughs> and he has the very first iPhone ever made, I think. Yeah, well, we're we're pretty close in, in iPhones. I I hate how big they're getting. I like yeah. them. Bigger's better. You can see the screen. When you, Absolutely. When you get to where you need these, Britain, these oh, little readers I, right I, here. I got some glasses I heard. coming in. Okay, I, I heard. Yeah, what? he Let's got see. glasses. What's the other that day? about? So I, uh, there was this 
this pandemic that happened last year. And, uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently there's one doctor. He's blaming it on the pandemic. Oh, my oh, no. God. I've, I've been waiting six months to get into the eye doctor. Oh. So, so they have some rule that you have to, you know, have a checkup every two years before they can even give you contacts back. Well, I just wanted some trials or something. Nope, can't do it. My eyes might have changed. Well, my eyes didn't change, first of all. Second of all, I had to wait six months to get into an eye doctor. And, you know, I finally get in there and my eyes haven't changed. But I invested in the eyeballs and uh, I got, <laughs> I bought every single contact they had. <laughs> I, don't like, I, don't, I don't like going to doctors. I don't oh my like goodness. Appointments or anything. And so I, they're like, I got six pairs. I was like, how many do you have though? And they're like, I think we have a pack of 12 plus six. I think about 18 pairs of contacts. So oh my goodness. Again. And then I got a pair of uh, nice glasses glasses so I'll, I'll be rocking some uh four eyes is back baby <laughs> you, you know you know yeah. who he looks like he looks like wild thing <laughs> he's got these black horn rim glasses oh, yeah. they're okay oh, yeah. they're just like sunglasses i saw them <laughs> i didn't think of that but that's funny no he doesn't he had a flat brimmed hat on for christ i did that was my ghost scream my ghost scream hot sauce hat jeez uh make sure you go to ghostscream.com that is and, good uh, check out the hot that sauce. is good hot you gotta sauce try their curry it's the so curry good. is so good you throw it on eggs anything it is bomb <laughs> so that is good i love it um yeah well, well i mean we we went from uh salmon fishing to, to yeah i was gonna say I, I never even got to tell my 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 really good halibut story well we that, need yeah the the almost world record halibut yeah, yeah. no no i i had a world record for a number of years oh yeah no i i, I held a world <laughs> record. there's a better there's a better story well, than the, the world record so we're gonna give it to bobby here to, to lead us <laughs> out of here well, you know, you, you were talking about not knowing what you're fishing for. Yeah. You know, there's always something down there. So we're 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 fishing out of uh, Elfin Cove, which is uh, the last island out Elfin on the Cove. inland. Not Elfin. Elfin. Is it named after Mark? Elfin. 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 Elfin, like an elf? Yeah, like yeah. an elf. So it's named after Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're going to get a phone call yeah, on coach, that one. Coach is going to get this. Let me run a lapse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're, we're fishing out there, and we're fishing for basically uh, kelp greenling, which we're going to oh, use. Kelpies are awesome. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to use for big halibut. You know, they don't have spines on them, and halibut absolutely. They're good to eat. Them kelpies are good to eat. Oh, God. Those are bait, man. So so we're, we're fishing on top of this pinnacle that comes up to about, oh, 75 to 85 feet. And, and it drops off to 600 feet around it, all the way around this, this pinnacle. And I've got this, uh, I built this salmon rod that I used for salmon fishing. And I had like 15 pound on. Captain Obvious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> salmon rod. I built it for salmon fishing. Oh, yeah. They got the new uh, salmon yeah. series, you know. Salmon series. Exactly. Walleye. Yeah. So I, I, I'm out there. I'm out there and I and I throw this, this jig out and I hook this fish. And my uncle, Gary, he turns around and, and he goes, what do you got going there? And I go, I don't know. I got a big fish on. He goes, well, get it in. We got to get going. You know, we got to go catch some big. We, we'd gone up there to film catching big halibut. Mm-hmm. So I I got this fish on. 
and I've got my elbow on the gunnel of the boat, okay? I've got my elbow on the gunnel of the boat, and the rod tip is touching the water. It's a nine-foot, one- or two-piece salmon rod, and the the tip is touching the water. I mean, I, I've, I've got it loaded as far as it's going to load before <laughs> it blows up, and I can't move this fish. And so I, I, I pretty soon I, I point at it, and I tighten the drag down to stop, yeah. and, and I just pull really easy and pull really easy, pull really easy. And I got this fish coming and the whole time Gary's going, come on, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go halibut fishing. Come on. get." I said, okay, fine. I'm just going to break it off. No, no, don't break it off. Don't break it. Just keep, get it up here. Get it up here. <laughs> so this, this goes on for like, you know, 20 minutes and I'm screwing around with this fish and I, I finally get it up to the back of the boat and world records, you, you can't gaff and you can't, you know, do anything. You can't shoot them, mm. you know, legally. So we get this fish up to the back of the boat and, and finally pull it in. Well, I ended up uh, breaking a world record and catching a 155 pound halibut on 15 pound test. So, <laughs> which went into 16 pound. But anyhow, uh, it was an absolute toad. But I mean, the whole time, Gary's like, Break that thing off. Break it off. Okay, fine. I'm going to break it off. No, don't break it off. Don't break it off. You know, it goes through this whole thing the whole, the whole time. But you never know. We're fishing for kelp greenling on top of this pinnacle right. to go catch big halibut. And you, and you end halibut. up catching a big halibut on, on you know, a jig. It makes sense. That's what they're eating. They're exactly. Go where the exactly. Are. They're up there feeding on on what they're, what they're looking yeah. for. So you just never know what you're going to catch out in the salt water. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Well, we're all uh, thankful for all of your support to make Bobby's wish a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we yeah. are gonna thank you. Yeah. We'll we'll let you know how uh, Bobby does up there if he breaks the cold streak. Uh, I have a feeling. I have a feeling he will. Yeah. If he yeah. can't break we're, his we're cold very, streak very in Alaska, there's yeah. a real problem. Yeah, I mean, he's tough to be around right now. I know. He's uh, he's pretty wound up. I know. Just a little. Just yeah. a little. They're blown gasket. But uh. We're going to take off until next week. And uh, again, I think it's we're going to have to stay out of the heat here soon. So I think so. Um, hopefully we'll get some fishing in soon. But uh, we will be back next week with another episode. Be sure to go like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at WAO Podcast. We will talk to you next week. Bye.